0: hey everybody welcome back to the three uh, cast i'm your host matt and i'm joined by Vincent and ricky what's up that was a little bit of a weird uh intro because i was trying to not to say the linux cast so I'll that. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so used to doing the other <laughs> podcast Anyway, so uh how you boys doing you guys doing good pretty good
1: all right so i don't know just waiting for another wave of pandemic fun to come through man come on <laughs> yeah this, year. it's a two-year anniversary come on uh, at this point, are we
0: sure that it's just never going to end at this point? <laughs> it just, like, they keep saying, well, it's going to be the end of the pandemic. And then, like, psych, no, it's not going to be the end of the <laughs> pandemic. Have another wave. <laughs>
2: yeah. They're just waiting for everyone to to be beyond, like, done with it. And then it's like, oh, no one cares.
0: At this yeah. point, there's no way that he, here in the United States they'd be able to shut it down again. Like, if there was a wave that was bad enough that was, like, killing lots of people, even if that's true, I don't think that they could go through and, and uh, shut it down again. None, not have, like, riots in the freaking streets. <laughs> and it's just, people, people won't, at this point, just, they don't care. They're much too busy. Like Did you guys see this? Like, travel is up, like, 125% overnight, 2019 levels here yeah, in the United well, States. Yeah, well, I mean
1: considering
0: that 2019 no one really traveled well no no 2019 was before the pandemic this was like oh numbers before the pandemic travels has like doubled since then it's not like everyone and their brothers is going on vacation like (laughs) and and we wonder why the store shelves are empty and nobody's working because they're all on fucking vacation (laughs) you know I mean, it's just so good. All right. So that's not the topic today. So this is the three cast. We talk about movies, TV shows most of the time. But today we're going to take a little bit of a, a of a departure from our normal stuff and kind of go back to our roots just a little bit, a little bit of tech, tech talk. Uh, and we're going to yeah. talk about NFT. So Vince, this was your topic. Tell us what your thoughts are.
1: Well, okay, so the thing is we've been talking about nFTs for a while. I mean, like and and again, I'm the old man in the room, and maybe you guys are the more techie folks, but um so we know that in the past uh, you know we talked about cryptocurrencies and we also know about like you know the funny things with all everything from you know musk and Dogecoin and all those things going nuts, and of course, like the gamestop stuff with the you know you know the 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 stupid uh, you know kind of uh gag stocks that that are available but you know something that came out um relatively more recently was of course the nfts the non-fungible tokens right and you know the the premise of a non-fungible token is basically saying look that digital asset which you own which everyone else owns um i have the actual authentic original right and um the the reason why i thought this was interesting was just simply like is it all hype Or is it actually something of value? Because I can understand that, say, for example, we have commodities, right? Like uh, all of us listen to, say, um, a music tune, right? Like, you know, a a best-selling, you know, a top 40 song, right? We all have the same copy. And I think we would appreciate having the same copy because I don't want to have the garbage version or like, you know, Ricky has like the non-acoustic version or whatever. So I, I think that's good to have like a commonality. but. To me, it was also when they started extending it to imagery, right? Like, ideally, I'd like to have the same image. Like, if I'm watching a news event, like, you know, watching uh, Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith, that's pretty <laughs> topical. Um, uh, like, you know, they're going to make an NFT of this. And I was thinking, well, well, if you look at it, like, we have Pulitzer Prizes for people that take photographs, right? And, of course, you know, they have a certain sense of ownership of it, right? But, I mean, you don't see those people that are Pulitzer Prize-winning photographers go, well, I got an NFT the hell out of that, right? It just is known that that is taken by that photographer or whatever, right? But now we're seeing, like, everything seems to be on the table for becoming an NFT. And I just wasn't sure if maybe I'm so old, I don't understand what is the real value in this, because I know that, again, I I am, full, full disclosure, I am in a creative industry, right? I do architecture, and my students generate images of buildings, for example, that 99% Ninety-nine percent will never actually get built because they're in school, they're like, right? So they come up with cool, amazing things. I'm just thinking every single image that my kids generate, they should actually just quickly put that stuff as an NFT, and maybe they might get ten cents, five cents, whatever. But you know what? Considering the volume that they produce, why not, right? Like, what's the what's the what's the problem with it? But I also think about like you know, and this means thinking about just the stupid extremes of capitalism. Like I'm I, again looking at history, and Matt can back me up on this. Like we've seen stupid uh valuations in human history all the time, like whether it was the tech bubble, right like you know, remember pets.com, all the way through <laughs> to like uh, you know in, in in the great tulip fight where or like you know when Romans would would use salt as currency or when there was, oh my God, the tulips, right like the, the people would value tulips more than like life itself and, and people would be trading tulips as if they were the currency. So is NFT really all that it's hyped up to be? Because I can't understand why one would want to have something to lay claim to ownership, which really can't be executed upon, right? Like I I, I might own a car and you might all look at that car um, and say, oh, that's cool. But of course, I can drive it and I can take that car and sell it and gain money from it, right? But if I have an image that everyone has exactly the same copy of and I just can say, hey, guys, I own this. Well, it's like, OK, that's cool. But. I got the same photo it's just that you have a title to it which is really meaningless so boys you guys are tech smart help me out here all right so let me go first uh, there, there's a few things so first of all
0: the idea behind nfts is actually a good one somewhat of a good one like for example let's just say you bought a video game from steam and you want to actually have proof that you've owned this thing right that idea of having like an NFT receipt of it that shows that you actually have ownership would be somewhat analogous to having like the actual disc in your hand. Like it's not exactly the same, but at least is kind of like some kind of ownership like that, right? The, the problem becomes when it comes outside of that is, is is the whole idea of, of NFTs has kind of become uh, adopted by the wider community into things that it wasn't really truly meant for. So, and part of the reason why that, has become that way is simply because of the amount of ob- obscene amount of money and lack of regulation that is in the whole cryptocurrency sphere right and they have like the influencers or whatever that are behind a lot of these things and and like the problem that has become with nfts is is that it's taken the original idea of it, of of having some kind of ownership over a piece of digital media of some kind and translated it into a cash grab for people who are uh, somewhat nefarious right and I mean some, and obviously it's not everybody but you, you can't go a day without seeing some kind of either nft or cryptocurrency scam just being perpetrated on people and a lot of this is by influencers or whatever that people thought that they could trust like you know Logan Paul or Jake Paul or you know. like half the rappers in the world. Right. (laughs) Um, and, and the, the, the thing is, is that the whole idea, like I talk about this on the links cast all the time is that the idea behind cryptocurrency in general is is a good one. The idea behind like a, a decentralized monetary currency platform that isn't controlled by a single government, a good idea, but because there is absolutely no regulation at all, it leaves it wide open to bad actors and because you go to yahoo.com or cnn.com or whatever and you can't avoid seeing all the prob- you know all the scam news and stuff it's given all of this stuff like a really bad name right and it makes people think well you know i'm, I'm not going to get into cryptocurrency or i'm not going to get into FTS because it's a scam and plus you see like Vince you're talking about uh, your students putting their their buildings or whatever yeah, up on as N- yeah. NFT, right? Because yeah. be, and the reason why you said to do that is because there has a chance for them to get some money. And that's the kind of the thing that has happened like is that you see people who are interested in, in making money through cryptocurrency and, and NFTs and stuff like that have seen things like uh, pixelated gorillas and and yeah, really weird yeah, like, exactly. right? They it's see little this little like, fun thing, right? things selling for like hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> Like yeah, like Dorsey's
1: tweets and stuff. Come on, man.
0: Right, and it's just, it's really, I mean, for me personally, and like, I don't want to be like I'm the young guy in, in the room, but for me, it's 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 just so. I mean, there's no image in the world like it could be the Mona Lisa, and it's not worth that amount of money. You know what I mean? And, and especially, and it's it's especially not worth that amount of money because you're not actually. Like when you buy an NFT, like if you bought an NFT of the Mona Lisa, that's just whatever, you know, you don't actually own the Mona Lisa. You own a receipt of buying it, right? Like even if you bought something that was copyrighted, you don't own the copyright. The person who created it still owns the copyright. So when you get an NFT, all you're getting is something on the blockchain that says you bought that thing they, that, that person who owns the copyright is still within their rights of selling that thing again. So like, mm-hmm. f- for example, the NBA has created a, they call it like clips or something with a Z because of course they did. Um, and it's allows you to buy NFTs of like basketball, like, uh, highlights, like clips, like 10 second dunks and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can, if you buy one of those things, you don't actually own it. Like tens of thousands of people could buy that exact clip. You're just buying a receipt of it. Now, I don't really have a big problem with that as long as it's like a a, a reasonable thing, right? Like you want to spend four or five dollars on that clip, makes sense to me. But no, they're going for thousands and thousands of dollars. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. It, 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 it's like it's kind of like baseball cards back in the day right remember but at least then you actually had like the like yes multiple people have michael jordan's rookie card like many many people have that but there's a rarity there right there there's an actual like they only printed a hundred of these things that's all there's ever going to be when it comes Mm -hmm. to things like the nba clips things that could be there's no scarcity there at all so they can do as many things as you want and there's so, so it makes the value that people place on those on that stuff totally out of whack because it makes no sense in order for stuff like that to have value it means that when you buy a thing you have to have some kind of reasonable expectations that if you wanted to sell it later on you could get that money back and there's no guarantee of that whatsoever because it's all speculation
1: hmm so that's not so, okay. I a on uh, that. so I'll, I'll defer to Roger on uh, to Ricky on that one
2: okay so um, to me um, NFTs is, is garbage um because it's garbage because you you have you don't have ownership of anything okay so you know in order to have valuation you have to have you have to own something um and the rarity of it is is where the valuation can go up or down like i collect comics i own those comics. I have those comics. Um, it's just like the very first Superman comic. The reason why the thing sells for like five million dollars and more is because there's only like eight or nine of them in the world, maybe less, because it was produced in like 19 whatever 40, who knows? At the time, there were millions of copies kids threw them in the recycle pages and so there are only eight or nine left in the world that are in like all the pages are there it's in good condition and that's where it gets its value from is the rarity of it Um, when you have something where you are paying money and you own a receipt of it like, that's stupid. I don't go to the store, pick up a can of soda, pay money, and then the girl gives me the receipt. I put the soda back and say, well, I have the receipt for it. Anyone else can come in and buy the soda and walk out with it, but I have the receipt. Like, that's stupid. The the thing is that where it kind of makes sense is where you own – Um, let's say, an NFT for, um, you know, Jack Dorsey's first tweet. And in time, if you want to sell that, someone else is going to buy it from you. But you see, in, in something where you pay money and you get something in return, and someone then pays you money and you give that thing to them, this is you're just trading uh, currency back and forth because there is nothing for you to give them, right? They're just buying this receipt, right? Like with with Vince's um, students. So for me, you know, uh, the thing is, if they put their designs up for an NFT, for me, for it to make sense, if someone were to buy that NFT, And they now own that design. So as the person who created it, yes, you still have, you know, the design. It is still yours, but they still have part ownership. So, for instance, if you become a famous architect and then you decide to build the building, they would get a a certain piece of the profit from that building if it were sold or bought by a developer why because when you were a student and you put up that nft you knew signing that contract when they bought it that they would get a certain percentage that makes more sense to me if someone buys uh clips nba clips Each time that clips is played by the NBA on here and they Mm -hmm. get a certain percentage of it, whether it's two cents, that makes sense to me. Maybe I'm old school and that's stupid. Even Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, if you look when, when Bitcoin first came out, the point of it having value was that at a certain point... Bitcoin was no longer supposed to be made, which means if you started mining when it first began, let's say in 2025, there would be no more Bitcoin made. That means Mm. that the Bitcoin you've mined, no more is being made. So if someone wants to buy it, there's nowhere else they can go but to the people who have mined or bought Bitcoin. And that's where the value is generated. But if Bitcoin is going to be mined and produced forever, what's the point, right? Like, so th- to me, maybe I have a stupid way of looking at it. That's the way I look at it. It's like I don't really care if, if you know, if Paris Hilton built this dollar house and she threw it up as an NFT. I don't care to put my money in and say, oh, well, I have Paris Hilton's dollhouse NFT. Oh, well, 10 other people have it as well. So, you know, what do you really have? If I, you know, purchased that and there was only like 10 people allowed to purchase it, then, you know, later someone else wants to buy it after the initial 10 have already bought it. Again, yeah. that's where you get into the valuation because now no one else can buy it anymore. But I don't know. For me, still, if you, like, if, you know, if I don't have something, like, what am I actually spending money on? <laughs> like, the clout to say, wow, I own, you know, Jack Dorsey's very first tweet. Oh, well, you know, $100 million other people can say the same thing, so who cares?
1: Yeah. So this is what I'm seeing, like, because <clears throat> like Matt seems to be a little bit more positive. I, I think Ricky, <laughs> you and I are a little bit more old school, but I, I'm I'm not old. I'm not I'm not negative about it in, in in the principle of like you know there's a need for ownership of 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 a physical thing like you were talking about comic books mm-hmm. and stuff. But um my my thinking though is given the nature of nfts being that they're not necessarily tied to like images they're they're also like nfts of like videos as you described or or like like i said 3d models like the thing that gets me again I'm, i deal with architecture like you know someone create and an, and an inferior designer at that um created uh, a, a, an architectural nft of like a, a glass house essentially okay and it's like the most you know, stupid. If you if you were a first year architecture or even a kid in high school making your first <laughs> crappy glass house, that's what it would be. Like it's a house like just like, like a, literally a glass shoebox. Right. With like funky red glass chairs or whatever. Right. And it sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I've not a million, I can't remember anymore. Right. But so my my question would be, we're seeing NFTs becoming. Uh, assets like digital assets like you know 3d spaces uh, virtual reconstructions digital twins essentially right of the real Mm -hmm. world even right and um i'm not sure maybe guys i'm just really old and i don't see it but maybe i'm a conspiracy theorist too but is this a coincidence that like we're seeing facebook transition to meta and all these virtual worlds populate where now in anticipation of this market because i think that what you're talking about ricky was like this kind of convoluted you know uh marketplace for Mm. nfts and and matt even you were talking about like you know the the need like you know the price pointing on things that get ridiculous but do you see that as a response to this kind of inherent thing on the horizon where you know i can imagine facebook with its metaverse stuff like would it be that ricky creates a bunch of like buildings or whatever and he can profit off of that and it, it's it's basically tied to, you know, blockchain, tech, NFTs essentially. Um and, and is this something that I should be aware of as an older person? Like like if people are transitioning to a more online existence and the metaverse being something that's gonna be saturated with other people's content and a need to have ownership, do NFTs actually make sense then?
2: Um so for me again, like what I said, for me whether I'm just old school or something, in order to have value, you you have to actually own something. Um, For me, I just don't, I would never buy an NFT because there's nothing there. I bought um, Bitcoin, and again, that's because when Bitcoin came out, it was supposed to stop being produced at some point and i haven't been following it maybe it, it still is supposed to but that's the reason i bought it because looking forward you know so nfts i think a lot of people are jumping on it because it's new and and so it's like it's sort of the bitcoin fear where bitcoin came out and at one point it was like worth you know three dollars for a bitcoin and now you you know it's like ten thousand dollars i think it's uh-huh. the fair people seeing that and saying oh i'm gonna buy it now because you know in the future everything's going to be digital this is going to be worth something and then there, on the flip side there's the people who realize that and want to capitalize off it mm. as soon as possible to me that's the way it seems um, to me, I would never buy one. Uh, maybe in the future, I'm gonna look like the idiot.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> but for me, <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't actually agreeing that you're gonna be the idiot. I was agreeing that that's the way it safe. I'm sorry, Rickard. <laughs> yeah, it didn't come out at the right place. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like,
2: um, and I'm not saying that um, it, it's garbage. Like I said, I think. There are good ways it can be implemented. So if it changes, it would be great. Like I said, for me, if you're spending money, you there has to be the possibility of getting something back for it. Yeah. Like I said with the clips, if you spend the money, each time they air it, because they're getting damn money off it for sure, you should get something for being a part owner. Or like uh, Vince's students, like I said, you know, if they put that design and only allow five people so after that initial five buy it no one else can buy it and so in time maybe a developer sees the design maybe they become famous but there is that possibility for the valuation to go up that's the way i see it as it is right now i i would never buy it okay
0: there's a couple things that i wanted to talk about that you mentioned ricky first of all I, I agree with you that there should be some kind of actual ownership because that's right now there's no ownership at all. Right. That, that's that's one of the biggest problems I have. The, uh, the other thing that I wanted to touch on was that you talked about uh, like worth and value and stuff. And, and and the thing about value is that value is very much a uh, it's a subjective thing. Right. So if you look at a Jackson Pollock painting for me, they look like scribbles, right? I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. – you guys have seen Jackson Pollock paintings before. It looks mm-hmm. like he threw he threw ink at a, at a thing, and it just – it looks – I mean they're ugly. It, the, the, <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not art for me, right? That's <laughs> like that, that, that took – I could do that. There's no talent there. But obviously, obviously other people disagree because, I mean – people spend millions and millions of dollars on these paintings, right? They think that it's actual high-class art. He's a very was a very famous artist, right? <coughs> so when you talk about value, value is very much a dependent on someone out there being willing to pay whatever amount of money it is for whatever it, whatever it is you're selling. And that's the way commerce has worked forever, right? It, it's always been some kind of value so if you sell a car and you it's a ford fiesta from you know 1980 and you want to sell it for two million dollars obviously that does not have the value that you expect it to be because the market has said that that value is way more than what it's actually worth right But the problem with NFTs is that it's not like a Ford Fiesta. There's not actually a Ford Fiesta there. It's just a digital receipt on a blockchain that nobody understands. Like I don't think there's – between the three of us, we probably could cobble together an an idea of what blockchain is and how it works. (laughs) But – I would doubt that it would be first coherent and be 100% accurate. And I guarantee that none of our parents could tell you how blockchain works. (laughs) I I I could
2: guarantee that.
0: (laughs) It's just – and it it has nothing to do with our parents being old or stupid or Luddites or any of that stuff. It's that that blockchain is complicated as fuck, right? Nobody really truly understands what it is unless you are deep into – what blockchain is outside of that world. Nobody understands what it is. And even, I mean, I kind of got off the point there, but the <coughs> the, the thing is that when, when you're talking about NFTs and cryptocurrencies and stuff like that, the valuation of stuff has lost what value used to mean value. Used, uh, it, I mean, not even that like it, value still means that way, but people have started putting weird uh, like they they've put they started putting weird weight on what things are valued, if that makes sense. like why does this one thing, why does the pixelated gorilla why is it worth that much, right? And the thing is is that when people the other thing that you said, Ricky, was that in order for people to like I, I've forgotten mm. but the my. My point is is that is that when people when you want when you have something to sell there has to be a market for it right and mm-hmm. th- when you buy a NFT you buy it in expectation expectation of s- someone else out there having the same idea of that thing's value as you did when you bought it not only the same value but you're expecting that value that you put on that to go up because what we're talking about here and the way most people treat cryptocurrency and NFTs, they're not thinking that, oh, this is something that I own and that I want this thing to own and it's it's an amazing thing to own. What they're thinking is that I'm going to buy that thing and it's an investment and it's going to appreciate in value so that next year I can sell it for 10% or 50% more than what I bought it for. That's the reason why people buy NFTs or, or cryptocurrency stuff like that for the most part, right? And the pro the, go ahead, but the problem is is that it's not true like the, 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 that that pixelated gorilla that you bought probably is not going to appreciate in value because, like Ricky said, a lot of the time the reason why nfts and stuff like this are so high in value is because it's a new technology because it's in the news because there are influencers talking about it and if we know anything about influencers they have add to a, a you know a, a nth degree and they move on from stuff really really fast right so the the chances of your pixelated gorilla being worth 50% more next year than it is right now is not high because in order for that to happen, there has to be multiple people that put the value of that thing higher than you,
1: right? So that. That's- okay. But okay, so Matt, I, I, I completely understand this notion of worth and all that. But see, here here's my, my, my bottom line question would be, you know, I feel that uh, NFTs uh it, it, basically it's it's a lot of technology that would otherwise be more useful for advancing human civilization. Um, than what it is used right now for, right? Mm-hmm. I, I compare it, and, and maybe I'm just old, and, and but, but hear me out here. I compare it to the original onset of the app ecosystem, okay? Everyone would have phones, and then they're like, oh, this new thing called apps, and everyone was doing stupid things, right? And you remember, Ricky, back in the day when they had, like, what was it, the million, millionaire app or whatever? And you oh, had to yeah. pay a million oh, dollars my for it? God. I, I can't, what was it? What was that? And
2: it, it was like, Oh, I remember that app. You had to pay like this thing, and then all it did was it, it would like show a gem on the screen.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So, so like, okay, just to let you all know that. that that's actually a thing. That was like, like Ricky, back me up. there was a thing where like oh, you yeah, would have apps, real. and a- everyone had apps. Um, and like you know, the the one app that people were balling for was like you know stupid things like the millionaire app. And eventually, the the marketplace settled down. And we didn't have stupid apps anymore. We had apps that were legit, like, A, they're ubiquitous, so everyone has apps on their phone, right? But then B, uh, the fact is that people just were like, hey, there are certain apps that are actually useful, right? Like uh, like your health app and whatever. And this is where I'm thinking the the analog can comes into play because NFTs for stupid things, maybe not stupid things, but for things that are, um, you know, as, as we've described, possibly uh, inflated speculation, at best or, or just stupid purchasing, right? Um, at worst, I, I think what could happen instead is using the blockchain and, and the NFT buildup technology infrastructure. I mean, can you imagine if we use the same technology to build up, say, your um, medical history or your um, personal, uh, you know, characteristics so that, you know, when, you uh, you know x y or z happens um and there's fraud for my financials right guess what it, it, I'm, I'm tied to the same kind of level of uh blockchain infrastructure that ensures that you know it's it's kind of clear and present that it's me like i don't understand why we're, we're spending all this time investing in not investing but just talking about nfts uh, you know in, in terms of superficial stuff that i see and, and at the same time going like, dude, you can use this to like legit help out society. And yet we're talking about Naked Ape and LeBron and Dorsey's mm-hmm. tweets when I, I think you could actually use the same amount of energy. Because remember, they're talking about blocking stuff, which is also consuming a lot of energy like that, like literally energy. Um, we could use mm-hmm. that to actually help civilization. And to me, I don't understand. Maybe again, I'm too old and, and I don't see it. But like I look at like the app ecosystem and I look at what we could actually do with it. And mm-hmm. am I just stupid that? Maybe I, I'm optimistic and I see the opportunities and then I'm cynical where I think, my God, we're, we're talking about Naked Ape stuff or like Grimes tweets or, or like Dorsey's tweets. This is stupid to me.
0: No, I agree with you, Vince, that it could be used for something good. The, pro- the There's two two problems there. And you mentioned the app ecosystem. The one reason why the app ecosystem calmed down. Well, I mean, there's two reasons why. One, well, part of it is the market. Like people saw that and agreed that it was stupid. But a- another thing is that Apple has such a tight hold on the app ecosystem, they were able to implement rules to prevent that kind of stuff. And right now there's no uh, – oh, there's no – it's complete anarchy in, in in the cryptocurrency sphere. There's no rules or anything. It's just free for all, free, free for all right? Hmm. That, that's part of the reason why you can't – it would be harder to get to the point where – there's some kind of like normality in this sphere because there's no – there in order for that kind of normality to happen, there'd have to be some kind of regulation. At least I think so. Uh, the mm-hmm. other thing is is that the problem that we're going to experience is that you're right. This stuff has the potential to be very good. Uh, in, in multiple spheres like the, you know digital data and digital ownership and and digital currency all that stuff has its roots in really good ideas the problem is and this is the biggest problem is that because of all of the nonsense that's going on with the, the the scamming and the buying stupid gorillas for 2 billion dollars or whatever it is you know yep. all, it, it's giving the technology itself a horrendous uh, reputation and it, it would. The longer that goes on, the longer the ability to scam people goes on, rug pulls and all this stuff. As long as that stuff goes on, the longer it goes on, the harder it's going to be to repair that reputation, and therefore it's going to be a lot harder to use the technology, which is at its base good for actual good. It's just going to be, you know, even even if it becomes what you say and being used for good, it'd be a lot. It's people aren't going to trust it, you know? And one of the things yeah. that when it comes to money and your data and stuff like that, especially like your medical, medical data, like you're talking about, people have to have 100% trust in that. And if yeah. you, you don't have that, then people aren't going to use it. You know what I mean? So. Uh, Sad. Ricky? Uh, I don't know. I, I
2: think I think it's just going to take time. Um, You know, the thing is, there's a lot of good uses. The problem is no one's interested in that because they want to see where the money is. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, all the people who are hyping it up right now, the people who are in it to hopefully try and make some money later on, um, and then the people who are taking advantage of that to try and make money from those people, they have to die off once it <laughs> keeps going for a bit. No, I didn't mean like actually die. I mean, once it keeps going for a bit and everyone's sort of like, OK, what are we actually buying here? And then people stop paying the ridiculous amounts yeah. of money. Those people will go away. And then other people. Place like other technologies will pick it up and they will use it for different things. Um, And and that's when you might be able to, you know, have it be used in a useful way. Um, But again, the problem is, you know, for banking records, for health records, for anything like that, the people who would finance it don't understand it. And then, yeah. you know that that's the problem. And and again, it comes down to money. So they look at it and they say, "Oh, this could be useful, but how do we make money from it?" "Oh, we mm-hmm. can't." Okay, forget about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Well,
0: and and another thing is that the you're talking about the obscene amounts of money is is that the part of the reason why that is is because when you have a when you hit, when your currency is each unit is worth like $3,000 or $50,000 or something like that and somebody says well yeah I spent 50 bitcoin on something well i mean 50 doesn't sound like a lot but when you realize that that 50 B- bitcoin is <laughs> worth is worth $10 million you know And and the thing is, is everybody knows that the dollar, like, you can go buy a, you can, Vince, you could pull a loony out of your pocket and go buy something with it, right? Uh I I could pull a a tenner out of my pocket and go buy something with it. You can't go to McDonald's and say, hey, here's a, Bitcoin. <laughs> you know, first of all, you're gonna give them ten thousand dollars for a Big Mac. You know, <laughs> it's just yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah, the, like the, the guys and stuff are like yeah, able to take it though, right? $9, uh, well, I mean, the, the, there are places online that will let you mm-hmm. pay with Bitcoin, but there's I don't know of any physical places that will allow you to take Bitcoin. But even then, the the, the idea. When, when you think of going out and buying something, you can you can visually represent buying something with a with a ten dollar bill. You can visually represent you can visually you know imagine uh, you know buying something with a twenty dollar bill. You can't. I mean, with the amount with the value of these coins, you can't say well even if you bought something in the physical world with a bitcoin, it'd be like zero point zero 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 one nine. You know. So like- bitcoin for a big mac you know what i mean yeah it's hard to visualize
2: for bitcoin it could be done but here's the problem right like like um tesla was accepting bitcoin for a while um Mm -hmm. the problem with that is that bitcoin was created to get away from centrally managed um monetary stuff like government yeah. managing money right it was built to get away from that um in order for it to be used commonplace it has to be like that and that's the problem so what well, yeah cuz the government the government
0: wants it's cut out of all that stuff so they're going to yeah. have to have some kind of
2: and they're play not in only it. their cut but they want the control over it right mm-hmm. and and so that's so it's that's two opposite sides, right That's the problem because yeah, like I said, Tesla was doing it for a while and then they stopped because of the fact that you know all of these um, hacker hacker groups and stuff they they deal in Bitcoin why because it's untraceable and and so that's why every ransomware, every scam email you get is asking for Bitcoin <clears throat> um, For Plus me it's personally, so. It's-
0: so volatile right because you know you might you might pay five or six bitcoin for a car or something like that and it actually be worth for that car but the next day bitcoin might crash and it'd be there you know
1: elon must have
0: half of its value right yeah
1: definitely
2: the volatility but also i think another problem is all the different cryptocurrencies that keep popping up personally Mm -hmm. i think over time Bitcoin will be the only one if it happens to survive at all. But I mean, you know, like every day there's, you know, Matthew Perry coin and
0: Mm -hmm. and (laughs)
2: boingy boingy
0: coin. Well, then like half of like half of them are scams, right? Like the they they pay influencers to pipe it up. People go buy stuff, and the people who created the coin pull out all the money in a rug pull and. That's the reason why it's getting that bad yeah. re- bad reputation, right? Yeah, but I mean even – But anybody can around, create their own coin. I'm right? going to create my own coin, Matt coin.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> every every country has money, but it's this – like, you know what I mean? Like a peso is a dollar. You know what I mean? Like it, it, not the worth, but I'm saying the, the if you look the at the it, pound – yeah, and,
0: and it has backing of, a dollar, a, dollar, of an organization right? that you know is going to be there. Yeah, right?
2: every, everyone knows what a dollar is. But you know if you have Bitcoin, ethereum, Leafcoin, you know big round head coin, like it's no one knows like you know what I mean like if you go to a country, you understand, okay, I have a dollar, I want pesos, this is the this is the the conversion Same, right. rate, but it, it, in pesos, it's a hundred pesos, you understand that's a hundred dollars, you know what I mean yeah. like in that country right so everything is dollars whereas you know it's not like every cryptocurrency like if bitcoin was the basis so you would know 10 ethereum is like two bitcoin you know what i mean so i think you know they have a lot of problems
0: one of the one of the things an interesting things that you talked about there Ricky was going into you know Mexico or whatever you know and, and with the currency what was it Argentina or someplace that actually yeah. Did, oh
1: yeah, yeah. They decided yeah, that that they a, were actually going to make yeah <laughs> it,
0: it, it was some, it was some South American country that decided they were going to start that like Bitcoin was going to become either their official currency or an official currency right and that just was yeah. like I mean like I I understand the 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 interest in investing in a coin that shows a lot of people making a lot of money very very fast for relatively zero effort right I understand the idea of uh, of that like like Ricky said earlier when when he said like he doesn't he's not into it so he, there's a chance later on in the future he's gonna look like an idiot I'm right there with you that's the reason why I agreed <laughs> with you right because I don't understand it I don't I'm not into it. And therefore, there's a good chance that in 20 years I'm going to look like a moron because I'm not a billionaire, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know so the, the, the and that's one of the biggest problems. I think this is probably where we'll leave it is, is that it, it's so bloody attractive for everyone because they see a, a lot of people getting rich very fast, even if it feels to us, the sane people in the world, like they're playing with monopoly money. You know, none of, the, the the thing about Bitcoin is that yes, technically it's worth fifty thousand dollars, like in real money, but it feels like it's fake money. It feels like I don't know if you guys do it in public school up there where they teach you how to the kids how to play with how to use money, but they use like fake money, right? They that's how they teach you like in economics where it's like fake money and you got to create your own economy and stuff. They did that here. <laughs> It, that's what it feels like. It feels like you're back in elementary school trying to learn how to do money. And it's all fake. Like there's no real consequences to it, but there are, right? Like people, a lot of people El have, El
2: Salvador, El Salvador. Okay. Yeah. The, the okay.
0: A lot of people ha- have gotten into this stuff and have lost actual real money playing with the fake money. And it, it uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I like, can, I can understand the idea, the, the interest behind, you know, getting rich fast. Uh, but it worries me quite a lot that yeah. – uh, there's, there's, no resu- there's just no regu- – I mean I hate to be a liberal here, but there's <laughs> no, no, no regulation in it to prevent people from getting scammed. And that's mm-hmm. the problem is that there's so many scams out there. Like there's legit yeah. stuff too, but there's just so many people losing their life savings because they said, hey, you want to – everyone's doing this. I'm going to put all of my money into Dogecoin. Yeah, And, you know, then it becomes a scam well, and it's not whatever. I
2: mean, even without that, you need regulation, right? Like looking, let's say Bitcoin was currency without regulation. You go to do your taxes and you're going to give them a thing that says, oh, this year I only made $10,000 while you're sitting on 15, 20 million Bitcoin. But no one knows that it's tied to you. Yeah. Right, like there has to be something that you can know. You know what I mean, like a bank account where the Bitcoin's sitting and it has your name on it. You know what I mean, like you can't. You know, there has to be a way to. Otherwise, it's never gonna be. You know, anything.
0: Otherwise, it feels it feels shady. It feels like you're money laundering or something. Yeah, and because there's there's no there's no like over there's no institution behind it like it's just i, I mean i'm big yeah. into open source software but there's no there's no like institution behind it like there should be like a like a cryptocurrency foundation or something like it but i mean it, it, it well, just, that's the thing mm-hmm. like
1: with regular currency we've got like the countries that back the currency with the equity markets like stocks like you know they're you arguably they're just as ephemeral as uh cryptocurrencies but the thing is that there uh there are fcc regulations and regulatory Mm -hmm. bodies that make sure that stuff is legit even though they don't always kind of work as 2018 (laughs) or sorry yeah 2018 proved it's not always the best thing or 2008 (laughs) sorry um but uh we we know that that is there but uh with with the whole nfts and crypto man it's it's up in the air man it's
0: the wild west legislation is always way behind on this kind of technology. So it'd be interesting to, I mean, there's two ways it's going to go. Either they're going to legislate it so that there's regulation and oversight and stuff like that. And that, that would be the proper way of doing it. Or they're going to be so frightened of the, like the scams and the, the lack of control that they have. They'll just legislate it out of existence. Mm -hmm.
2: uh, Those
0: those are the two ways that it's going to go. And, uh, we, we're, we'll probably see more of that stuff in the EU first because they seem to be more forward in legislating technological stuff than uh, like the United States is. But eventually they'll trickle over here into North America as well, and it'll be interesting to see which way they go. So – uh any final thoughts on this before we jump out? Because it is one o'clock,
1: guys. Nope. nope. I think good, good insights from you guys, though, because I'm still too old to understand everything. So thanks, man.
0: <laughs> I, I'm younger than you are, Vince, and I am I still I couldn't explain blockchain to you at all, like hardly at all. <laughs> like, I, like I have a very vague idea of what how it works, but I know it has something to do with the reason why I can't buy a graphics card. <laughs> as far as I'm aware. <laughs> All right. So that is it for us on this episode of the three cast. We do this, ep, uh, the show once a month. So we'll do it again in, um, April, April's the next month. Holy crap. This month is already over. Anyways, uh, are coming up for, uh, our next show. We're going to be talking about the spy who loved me. It's our next bond <sighs> series film review. That is, uh, Aunt Roger Moore and, uh, Barbara Bach and Kurt Jurgens. In that film, so that should be very interesting. We're slowly working our way through <laughs> uh, a Bond. we we're uh, I've dedicated myself to every t- every time I have it's my choice to choose. I'm just gonna do Bond film. It's like every time it's my choice, we'll we'll do Bond. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyway, so that is coming up next time. If you if can pretty
2: good because every time I do one, it'll be Fast and
0: curious. so everyone will. Oh,
1: Vince, save us with something. I, I don't movie. know, man. You guys, there's too, there's too much toxic masculinity in this, uh, in this discussion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to choose a musical now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has to be a musical. <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh, that's coming up next time if you want to follow us you can do so at the at the 3Cast on Twitter uh, you can follow all of our stuff uh, there that's pretty much where we, where I do all my tweeting or whatever for the show uh, I'm at MTWB on Twitter Vince is VWHUI Ricky's Ricky underscore Williams 1 on Twitter uh, I believe that's it so we'll see you guys in uh, April thanks for watching well, thanks for listening I guess stay
2: safe, there you guys. everyone see
0: ya